Rogers away from McCulloch. Thurston gets the ball to Morgan. Morgan crosses the 20. Comes away to O'Neill. Welcome to Above the Horizontal, a podcast about rugby league. I'm your host, Bo Nicholson. Our show is hosted and produced by a bunch of ex-writers for Real Sport back when they actually covered real sports. Much like them, we are by the fans and for the fans, and we like to have some fun while we try to delve into a bit of analysis as well. Before the season starts in 2023, we've assembled a craft team to run our eye over each squad and predict how their season will go for them. So to help me talk about the Titans in 2023, I have Daniel Friend. Friendy, hello. Hello. How are you, Bo? I'm good, thanks, mate. And we also have Miles Stebman. Miles, how's your evening? Good, thanks, mate. How's yours? Going well so far. And finally, we have Christopher Waring. Hello, Chris. Hey, mate. Uh, excited to talk about Jack McDonald's uh Gold Coast Titans and the, uh, the the massive crowds they draw at Seabus, so I'm ready to go. Yeah, the very exciting uh, Jack McDonald's Gold Coast Titans, Gold Coast legend Jack McDonald. Uh, shout out to him. All right, let's get let's get into it. As people that have listened to episodes this season, we still haven't had any Kieran Gibson yet, but we will get him very shortly when he recovers from his ailment uh, that has had him bail out of all the sessions so far. So we're going to talk about the recruitment of the Titans. We're going to talk about their squad, their coach, and some of the burning questions as well as giving some predictions as well. So in terms of recruitment, uh, the big one, of course, is Kieran Foran is in. Uh, He'll play in the halves. They also have some hookers coming in with Sam Verrills and Chris Randall from the Knights, Aaron Shop from the Bulldogs to play in the back line, and Joe Stimson in the forward pack on the edge. And they've let go of a whole bunch of players uh, including Kevin Proctor, Greg Marziu, SASA, Asako, Lasoni, Isan Masters, Will Smith. Corey Thompson has retired and they let go of Jared Wallace as well. Friendy, do you rate the Titans recruitment? Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, I think there's some really solid players there. Um, so I'll start with rate, yeah, specifically Kieran Foran. Yeah, I'm a big Kieran Foran fan from way back. Miles, do you rate their recruitment? I do. Um, I don't exactly know how it all fits in together, though, with the, the rest of the team and the timeline it's on. Foran's about, what, almost 10 years older than the rest of the uh, the spine, so that seems a little bit odd. And Sexton is, you know, young and talented, as are Verrills and Brimson, but I don't know if they've really shown the ability to lead a team yet, so it, it all just seems a little bit odd to me. Interesting. Uh, what about you, Chris? What do you think? Yeah, I've always, ever since they announced the signings, I feel like I've kind of been a bit of a contrarian about the signings. I don't like I don't like the signing of Kieran Foran and, and Sam Barrows. Those two, the, the, the wind changes direction, they get injured. So <laughs> I'm not massive on it. I do, uh, one thing I do like, but it's, it's not season changing or anything. I think Aaron Shop's a really great player. Um, so I think he's a good pickup. But yeah, overall, uh, I'm not a massive fan of their new signings. I think they've re-signed some really good players, but in terms of players new to the Knights, uh, sorry, to the Titans this year, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a massive fan. I am, and I think a lot of that has to do with my love of Kieran Foran. I thought he was a pretty good influence on the Seagulls in recent times uh, when he was available, of course, and uh, I think the change of philosophy at the Titans has been an interesting one. Moving away from players that are 
talented but a bit sketchy or a bit inconsistent and getting in guys like Ferrells, Stevenson, Foran, who are just like real solid citizens and just do like one percenters, like those sort of players. So I kind of actually rate it more for a philosophical reason. What about the coach, Justin Holbrook? He was drafted into uh, into Kieran's team before the season started last year as the coach. He got him for $200,000. He was pretty happy with that. And then he proceeded to have the worst year of his career. So do we rate him, Miles? Uh, yes, but um, he obviously hasn't done a good job at this um, at this appointment with the Titans. And look, I'm the kind of person who doesn't hold the Titans against anyone, um, player or coach. <laughs> so I think that he could very well, you know, down the line, turn up at another NRL club with another head coaching job and do a very good job. But I don't think this Titans um, Holbrook thing. I think it's a it's a bit like a sexless marriage. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to take that bit out. No, leave that. No, leave that. Yeah, no, I'm leaving that. Yeah, I'm leaving that. That's that's fantastic. Um, I just I just didn't know how to respond. So I think laughing works. Um, Chris, do you uh, do you dig the sexless uh, marriage that is the whole broken <laughs> Titan situation? Uh, yeah, sure. Is is the cuck chain flooding in or something? Because he's just rented around as a fucking <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like I like Justin Holbrook. I, I think there's a, a good coach there. His wife doesn't. Uh, obviously the yeah. <laughs> obviously the results last season are uh, you know massively indicative of that, but. Like, yeah, I think they've just got to show a little bit of patience. Um, something that did surprise me uh, a bit, and I think he would have made, played a major, if not the, the main role in it, is I think Kieran, Kieran Foran signing is a little bit of a panic signing as, like, we just need something immediately rather than they've kind of given up on the process of kind of throwing sex into the wayside a bit, as we'll get into in their, their spine combination in a bit, what the predicted spine will be. But... Um, yeah, as a coach, I'll say yes. I, I do rate him, but yeah, I don't know if the, he's. I don't know if there'll be a long-term success there at the Titans for him. Yeah, I, I think the guy can coach. Uh, he's had success overseas, and that's been a recipe for a few different coaches coming back. Um, Maguire, Robinson, um, amongst those guys that have gone overseas, won a comp and come back and done really well. So I think he can coach. Um, I would have thought. Yeah, the sexless marriage. If you could get a start anywhere, surely it's the Gold Coast. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but just like, yeah, like, well, probably extramarital at that point. It was the Gold Coast, yeah. to be honest. But yeah, I, I'm with you guys. His record is not great in the NRL because he's been coaching at the Titans. It's a, it's a tough gig, but I think there's a coach there somewhere. Let's talk about the forward pack. The Titans have, of course, Tino Fasua Maliawi, of course. Uh, as their captain, they also have David Fafita and Bo Fermor on the edges. They have uh, Mo Fodawaka, who'll be in that middle somewhere. Uh, Aaron Clark looks like he's going to move to the middle as well as a lock or on the bench, which I which I like. I like that very much. Um, and Isaac Leo is also there or thereabouts with them, as well as Joe Stimson coming into the club. So, Chris, do you rate their forward pack? Yeah, I do. I think they have a really good forward pack. Um Tino's just a massive bonus to wherever he may be playing. Um, again, like you mentioned, uh, Aaron Clark, towards the latter half of last season, it, it looked really explosive out of 
uh, 13. So hopefully that's what they stick with. Bo Fermor is a really solid player. David Fafita, he gets, I think he's unfairly criticised quite a bit. Mm. They also don't use him that well. Mofot Awakers, a great, a really solid prop. Isaac Liu, got people like uh, Chris Randall's solid first grader, Sam McIntyre. Yeah, I, I think the forward pack's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I think they always have half-decent forwards, to be honest. It's just some other areas which I guess we'll get to. That's where they, they struggle a little. Uh, I also really like it too. Um, the one concern for me there is that after a pretty good um, 2021, they uh, Holbrook didn't get a whole lot out of Fodawaker and and Fafita as well. So um, they need to they absolutely need to get the best out of those two, I think, for it to be a really, really good forward pack. I agree with everyone. I like the forward pack. Uh, I think that's not really an issue for them at the moment. Maybe depth, maybe, mm-hmm. but uh, I think they've got a pretty good starting 13 forward pack for sure. Let's talk about the spine. And for the record, it is worth mentioning that the, the Titans have come out and suggested that Brimson will be the fullback, Foran and Tanner Boyd will be the halves, Verrills will be the nine, and Jaden Campbell will be on the bench. That's their that's their ideal starting round one spine. So, Miles, do you rate their spine? I mean, d- d- despite um, selecting Sexton at halfback earlier on in the podcast, um, I, I still definitely don't rate the spine. Um, I, I rate the players. I like Brimson. I like I, I do like Four and I like Verrills as well. Um, I don't think Boyd's much good, but it just all doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, I think probably. You know, you've you've got the the logjam of Brimson and and Campbell, who are both probably best at fullback, but um, you maybe can't move one to the centres. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And then Boyd, I just don't think he's very good at all. Um, Foran, he's you know he is a good player, but he's probably got one or two more good seasons in him. So um, I just I don't understand what the the co- the great concept is really around why this is the the halves that or the this is the spine they're going with. Yeah, that confuses me. The one thing I do like is Brimson, I believe, is an out-and-out fullback in the NRL. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think they're just going to have to make the call eventually, and Jaden Campbell's going to go have to chase a fullback spot at another club for mine. Um, I think he's a fantastic player, but Brimson is their number one, and he's the better of the two. They've just got to make that hard call. I don't think you can put Campbell on the bench. He's too little. He's only going to play 15 minutes or something. Tanner Boyd, not a fan of that. I'd be having, if you want to pick him, Pick him at six. Just put Foran at seven. Foran's your big marquee signing. He's got to be the main man and play him at seven. Um, Verrills is, yeah, he's okay, but he was in a good system. So I guess that remains to be seen. So at the moment, I'll go don't rate. Yeah, I'm on the don't rate. I was saying it last year when they were playing Brimson and six and I think at centers at some point. Is that Brimson's a state of origin quality fullback, in my opinion. Yep. And Campbell is, I think he's all right. He's good. He would be a first grader, but I, um, I'm not massively impressed by him and that, that's what they've got to do they've got to just make you know just take just, just make the call like friendly said just try to get a player swap or something someone will want Jaden Campbell mm. and so I, that's the part I do like that and hopefully they stick with that because that was just driving me crazy last year when they just would not consistently play Brimson at fullback um, but yeah he, he's a great he's a great player in my mind um, so I like that um, look foreign foreign is a good player. He's had a really good career, but uh, again, he's yet to be set. He's playing with a way lesser quality half than Daily Cherry Evans. Um, it's kind of going to be a bit of a head spin with seeing DC one game and then seeing Tanner Boyd. <laughs> Not that Tanner Boyd had a few 
nice games last year, but I, I don't think he's a first grade halfback anyway. Uh, yeah, Sam Verrills is he's all right when he's fit. I think the the, the big thing for them is going to. I'd be interested to see how many games Verrills and Foran actually play together. Yeah, I, I would I would personally stick with Sexton. I know he's a bit a bit of a crap year, but you know that's the young half and. Uh, I, I thought it would be good for him to play with, you know, someone like Kieran Foran. So, but yeah, anyway, uh, I, I'm going to lean on don't don't rate it. The only thing I like is Brimson at fullback. I am going to be the contrarian here. I rate it for what they have. So, in terms of the combination they've picked, I think Boyd and Sexton are basically a wash. To be honest, from what I've seen, I I think they're similar-ish, similar enough. Um, and Boyd earned it through better performances than Sexton did last year um, in the smaller sample. So I'm happy for him to get the first crack. Verrills, I think, is a good signing. He's a good defensive hooker who will give good service. Uh, Brimson, definitely the better fullback of the two. I don't like Campbell at 14. It reminds me of Hammer, so Tabuai Fido at the Cowboys last year. You've got to have Hammer, Hammer in there somewhere, but he couldn't beat anybody else to a spot. And I think it was kind of a wasted bench, bench spot, just waiting for an injury. So I don't love Campbell at 14 because you can't get him into the game. For what they have available, I actually like their spine, but compared to other NRL spines, I don't rate it particularly. Let's talk about the back line. As I mentioned, they, they're bringing Aaron Shop into it. They also have guys like Brian Kelly and, and uh, Jojo Fafita had a good year. There's a few good players there. Uh, Friendy, do you rate their back line? Yeah, I like their back line. I think the speed, bit of power. Um, yeah, I like their back line. Yeah, I'll rate it. Not really. Um, I think Shop's a good player. I think he's the best player in that back line, of course, outside of um, uh, spine guys like Brimson and, and Foran. Um, but apart from that, I think they're all much over muchness, really. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Um, I think Anna Shop's a good pickup. Uh, he's a really good player. Uh, like him, he'll be in the centres. Greg Mars is a bit of a loss. Like we referenced in the last episode, he'll be at the Knights. Um, yeah, it's it's okay. Brian Kelly, Patrick Herbert, like yeah, it's all right. I guess it's it's a bit whatever to me. Yeah, I'm probably on a a soft no for that one. Uh, they do have some talent in there. I do agree about Shop. Um, I think Sami's a good talent as well. Uh, but yeah, I think they're a bit thin in terms of having real strike power. Again, compared to other other NRL teams, I just feel like they're probably on the on the weaker side of a back line. It looks like, to me at least, it looks like there's been a focus on defense and consistency in the Titans recruitment. Do you think, whether you, whether you liked the recruitment or not, do you think the strategy of leaning towards defense and consistency for the Titans is a good one, Friendy? Do you like that? Yeah, of course. Defense wins competitions. So um, that's where they, they had to improve. They they had a really good attacking. They're generally quite good attacking-wise um, across the park. So they've got threats everywhere. But, yeah, defensively, they just leak points specifically. Um, I remember last year, their right-edge defense out near the half, so the, the back row half and center, was terrible. Uh, I got a few mm-hmm. good bets up on the, the left center for the opposition. So, <laughs> yeah, they, um, that's where they need to address. And, yeah, hopefully that's their attitude going into the season. I'm happy for you as long as you gambled responsibly, Frandy, of course, as you always would. Of course, of course. Uh, Miles, what do you think? Do you think that a defense first, defensive consistency first recruitment is, strategy is a good one for the Titans? Um, yeah, sure, it's fine. But, um, it, you know, you've it's one thing to have a strategy and it's another to actually realize it um and so i don't you know as i said i don't really understand the recruitment 
So strategy, fine. Uh, actualization, not really. Yeah, I'm similar to Miles. You know, it's all well and good. You know, you're to you know you're verging pledge territory, but a lot of preseason, <laughs> um, you know, promises and or whatever. You know, they're just they're just bullshit. They just say all the right things. Again, I mean, of course, of course, being consistent should be a virtue and having good defense. I mean, uh, it's not that mind blowing to me, but like they have a good enough forward pack to, to be heavy hitters and lockdowns in the middle. But like Friendy said, it's been their edge defense really, and. Um, It'll be interesting to see how they go with that. I think it's cost Sexton's spot. I think that exact edge problem that we're talking about, where it was between Fafita and like whoever the right center was on that occasion, because there was there's a bit of a turnstile. I think that cost him his spot to a, to a large extent. So I like it. I like it as a strategy. I think they've done okay in that in that way. Will Justin Holbrook survive the season? Very similar question to what I asked about Aaron, Adam O'Brien rather uh, last episode. Miles, do you think Justin Holbrook will be there in 2024? No, I don't think so. Um, you asked whether he'll survive the season or not. And again, I, th- I think you could basically copy-paste my answer from the um, Adam O'Brien question last episode. Um, I think if you know, he does a good job and they make the eight or the upper echelon of the, the bottom eight, then sure, whatever, um, have the discussion within your organisation. But... Um, I think if the the season goes the way I think it will for the Titans, I think then around, you know, halfway through the season, they start to look at who else is out there, who else is firing their coach, whose interest is maybe Des Hasler interested in another coaching job, and then you start to get an issue trigger with uh, Holbrook. We should keep a stat throughout the season of how many... Uh, of who Shane Flanagan commentates <laughs> just to try and ascertain where he's going to land, uh, <laughs> according to him. Chris, what do you think? Do you think he'll survive the season? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 and it's like a problem you alluded to, just Shane Flanagan's linked to every fucking job on earth. So it's just it's kind of confusing to me, even in my head, about what coaches are even available at this point, you know, after Serato got a job and that was apparently the only person and him Flanagan last year and now... I'm going to say yes, but I, I don't predict them going relatively well. But I don't know. There's, uh, there's a bit of things last year about him having, I guess that's kind of death knell actually, but like confidence in terms of the higher-ups in the organisation and whatnot. But uh, I'm going to say yes in terms of he'll survive the season, but they might do something in the off-season that seems like a bit of a Titans move to me. But um, I'll say yes, I think he will. He is cactus. Oh. <laughs> I, that's interesting. Uh, just better options out there or he's had a bit of a lean time, do you think? No, well, the side just isn't going to do what they need him to do to restore the faith in his coaching. I, I believe the guy can coach, but unfortunately he doesn't have the cattle and they're not going to improve that much this year. So they're, they're going to move on. Interesting. I, I think he will survive, but I do think he'll be one of those guys that'll be constantly brought up in the media for being under the under pressure. But I, I'm not confident on that one. I'm I'm very on the fence about that one. Where do we think we're gonna they're gonna finish? Friendy, it sounds like you don't rate their chances super highly. Yeah, I've got them bottom five, unfortunately. I, I was trying I'm trying to go through each of these previews with uh, keeping in mind who I have said bottom five, and I think they round out well, well, there is another team to come, but they're, yeah, they're part of my bottom five. I also have them, if I'm being forced to pick, bottom five. But um, to be honest, I could see them finishing anywhere in the bottom eight. Um, I certainly don't think they're going to make the finals. But um, if they finished in ninth, you know, two wins out of the finals, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing as Friend. I've got a bit of a working 
standings list at the moment, I think they'll be bottom five. I think they're going to have a season uh, probably a little bit worse than the Knights. So I've got them kind of, um, what's that, about, about 13. I think, I think I've got the Knights 12 or 13 or 13, 14, yeah, around there. So I, I don't think they'll get the spoon, but, um, yeah, uh, they'll be in higher end of that bottom five, I think. So I don't think they'll have a good year. I am clearly a little bit warmer on the Titans than the rest of the panel. I've got them being like a 9 to 12 team, probably the lower part, like maybe 10, 11, 12. But um, I can I can see the team going well, everything you know, going in their favour, I think. I think they've got some decent cattle there, particularly in that forward pack. So let's talk about some bold predictions. Um, I'll go first to sort of justify my prediction. David Rafita is one of the most talented back rowers in the world um, on his day, uh, particularly in attack. So I think he's going to top the team for tackle breaks and be in the team's top three try scorers. So for the Titans only, not for the competition. But I think he'll be in the top three try scorers for the Titans and top their tackle breaks. Miles, what's your bold prediction for the season? My bold prediction is that Holbrook does come under fire um, and in order to save his job, he brings Campbell into fullback and moves Brinson into the centres. Into the centres? Yes. Interesting. He deserves to get fired if he does that. (laughs) (laughs) He he, he deserves to get flanaganed, absolutely flanaganed at that point. Chris, what's your bold prediction? I've tried to, I've got like a theme of trying to keep my bold predictions positive. No, not on the negative scale. It's been kind of hard to find for the Titans, but uh, I reckon Aaron Schott will make an extended blue squad. Nice. I'd like to see that. He's a, he's a good player. He's, he's talented, but he's also a goer. You can tell that he's got a bit of feist in him. So he, like, he would have played 10 games for Queensland by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't think he'll play, but I think he'll... Um, I think he just suits the, the archetype of, you know, getting him in the squad, seeing how things work. Um you know, kind of like the 20th, 21st man or something. But, yeah, I think he'll make a, a Blues extended squad for at least one of the Origin games. I like it. And, Friendy, you have the last one. What is the bold prediction for the Titans this year? This one's for Miles. Both for more to play for Queensland this year. Oh. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Pretty close, though. Miles, Miles, <laughs> Miles is a well-known uh ambivalent towards <laughs> towards Bo Furmore. The rest of us are not sleeping on him, though. He's a good player. I'd like to see that, too, as a Queenslander. Boys, thank you very, very much for your efforts uh, on this episode, and thank you to everyone that listened. Uh, be sure to subscribe and like and rate and comment and all that sort of stuff on social media and on wherever you're listening to us on so that you can go above the horizontal next time. But until then... Above the Horizontal is a rugby league podcast by the fans and for the fans. It's produced by our entire team of former writers for Real Sport, including Daniel Friend, Christopher Waring, Miles Steppen, Kieran Gibson, and me, Bo Nicholson. We'd love it if you could support us by telling a rugby league fan about us so they can go above the horizontal as well. Thanks for listening. See you next time.